What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio, and welcome to another edition of the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. On today's episode of the Blitz, Arthur Motes and I have plenty to yap about. We're going to discuss more Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Honor candidates. It is a Thursday, so that means we'll catch up with our good friend of the show, Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. But we start today, something that we talked about feeling inevitable that it was going to happen has happened the NFL has now officially added a 17th game. What's that mean for the Steelers? What's that mean for the league? Let's get it going. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Thursday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory for your next two hours here on the twenty on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. You know the drill. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest. But what you should know by now is if you want to chime in on the conversation, you know where to find us on the Twitter.com, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. TheBody. What up, cousin? Living my best life. You already know that. Can I, um, can I revisit something with you quickly? Briefly to sure. get us started here, but proceed with caution. You know it's it's a little snowy outside. <laughs> well, that's that's exactly and, where and I'm you going. You got to be too. careful here. Be careful and 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 slowly, right? With yes. both hands on the wheel. Uh huh. Um, on Tuesday's show, you and I had some fun laughing about some of that bickering back and forth between Jacksonville and Pittsburgh, and mm-hmm. who dreams, who builds their dream house in Pittsburgh, and kind of the difference between people oh, yeah. who like to live in the Four Seasons and those who might want to be, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. like San Diego or like the yes. Florida Keys. Arthur Motes, I woke up today thinking, you know what? Today would be a day. It's not too bad to be in San Diego or to be in the Florida Keys. <laughs> Listen, 100% agree. I told you, so we obviously know today is April Fool's. And I told you a little bit off the mic. So me and my daughter, we like to go work out in the morning, play a little hoops. So she shoots me a text before I've looked outside. She's like, hey, Dad, we still going today because it's snow outside. So me being me, I shoot her back a nice little message. Hey, girl. Stop playing April with me, Fool's like, day. like you think listen, I'm yeah, I, 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 I'm a grown man. You're not gonna catch me slipping on April Fools. She's like, nah, Dad, for real. <laughs> so we go back and forth, back and forth. I look outside, and I'm like, oh no, it's legit snowing outside. Like this is crazy, I, and I just can't believe. It. I was like, yo, we got snow. Like it's April. It's April. It's, we can't make this up. Arthur Motes, it's crazy. Arthur Motes, there's supposed to be baseball games today. Opening day. Okay. In the snow. Wow. What are we doing here? <laughs> what no, are we you know, doing? It's funny because TC tweets, this is the place to be. Yes, no baseball talk. <laughs> <laughs> I promise that's all you're going to get. That's all you're going to uh, get. <laughs> yep, that's the full extent of it. Arthur Motes, uh, not playing 162 games mm-hmm. is the NFL, but going to be one more added this year. It's something that you and I discussed earlier in the week on mm-hmm. our last episode of the Steelers Blitz, how we said, you know, it feels inevitable. Like, it's one of those things you know it's going to happen um, it's just a matter of when it becomes officially official. Well, that has happened. That happened uh, yesterday, I believe it was, right? Yes. Yesterday morning. Um, now it will be instead of a 17-week season with 16 games, it's now an 18-week season with 17 games. So no additional bye week, just one extra game. And with that, Arthur Motes knocking off a preseason game as well, too. So three preseason games, I guess, unless you're the Steelers and the Cowboys and you're playing in the Hall of Fame so game. Four preseason then games. you'll play four instead of the yeah. five that Correct. it would have been under the old format, or if that would have happened last summer. Very true. You know, yep. with, without all the, the pandemic and COVID stuff. Um, so this is now officially official, and with this as well, too, 
there's no kind of oh well what are you going to do with the extra game it's a concrete set format yes all based off of this division plays that division mm-hmm. the division winner plays the division winner in the second, second place, place team and, yep. and on down the list and I do like how it's simple like that. The <laughs> AFC teams are hosting this year. Yes. So if you're an AFC team, you'll have nine home games, eight mm-hmm. away games. And next, then next year, year the flip. Steelers will have eight home games, nine away games. With this Arthur Motes, a schedule that was already challenging that you and I have discussed, it gets even more difficult. You bring in another one of these top five quarterbacks. You bring in another division winner from last year, a playoff team from last year, and Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Motesy, we got plenty to discuss with this, but just you know, your, your kind of first thoughts here. Um, first thoughts is I do like how they made it simplified in terms of that uh, week 17 game. You always, you know, you, you always have your your questions about how they plan to do that. Would they go the uh, geographical rivalry yeah, games? Were you, you know? hoping for that or no? I, I, um, a little bit, but it would have depended because it makes sense for us, right? Pittsburgh to, uh, to Philly. But when we started talking about some of these other teams, their geographical rivals might not be the same. Who's Seattle's? Exactly, right? Denver? Denver. Either Denver or you're talking San Fran, but San Fran is more San Fran and L.A. Like for the Cowboys and the Texans, it makes sense. Yes. For the Steelers and the Eagles, for the Jets and the Giants. Arizona. Like, who's Arizona going out there to? You know, you're going L.A.? But they got two teams. But they got got two teams already. Yeah. um, You can go San Fran, but then if you go San Fran, what does that do to Seattle again, right? right? Yeah. So either way, yeah, so that was the thing. So I was just kind of like, all right, are we going to do that? Or was it going to be like a bonus divisional game? We never, like, you just never know, Uh right? Because of the different things in terms of tiebreakers and things like that, sure. that could end that because you don't have like, like, almost like a floating exactly. Week. Yeah, so I that way you. you don't have to I worry about you. that. So it was like okay, that could have been the other alternative. But then to hear that they're gonna do it like this, I was like I like that as well, and I like the fact that you're matching good on good. Don't have your division because you know how when we play, it's gonna be our division. Whoever won our division over here is gonna play the second place in the division over there, and then vice versa and stuff like that. Like nah, have your winner versus mm-hmm. our winner, have your second guy versus our second guy, and what we can low key create here. Ooh. It's kind of like when they see when you see like the Big Ten ACC basketball matchups, right? You know, at the beginning of the year, and they're like, "Oh, it's Big Ten versus ACC." Oh, well, at the end of the year, we see Big who, Twelve SEC, absolutely. Yeah, and we yeah. can see at the end of the year, like who has the better conference against or who has the better record against sure. the other one. Is Same the NFC concept. East really a bunch of bums like exactly. we all think they are? Or, or is the <laughs> NFC East better than the uh, AFC South? Right. Like right, right. that's going to be interesting to see. So for me, I like all of those little storylines huh. too. I like. That part. And they're going to have flexibility because, like you said, they're doing it like that this year. But who's to say a couple years from now they might – Yeah, we're going to go to these divisions now. Or we're going to make it, you know, NFC versus NFC instead of flipping Mm. the conference. Like, they got so much – Or maybe they go a historical route. Like, not necessarily a geographic rival. Historic rivalries, yeah. Cowboys and Steelers every Uh year. Or or Raiders and Steelers every year. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, that that would be cool, man. Heck, yeah. So, those are the things I'm interested to see in terms of – how they continue to progress, but in terms of just the, you know, 17 game, I, I like it. The other interesting wrinkle with this, and this is one of those Motsi, you know me. Now, I haven't I haven't busted this out for a while. This was a Uh-oh. original uh, Euler and Motsism when we first started doing this show Talk together to in now. the 2018 Remember how nobody's more prepared. Mm-mm. I got the notes on everything. I Come stay on, up man. all night doing Big research. J journalist. There's nothing that you can ask me about that I don't have an opinion, a researched opinion on. Mm-hmm. Motsi, if you read the fine print of that NFL release, did you notice what they included in there about the international games? Oh, whoa, do share with the class. I uh, I know that this one's going to bother Steelers fans because every time the idea of an international game comes up, Steelers fans always balk at it. They always hate it. But with this new schedule, Arthur Motes, 
again, you got to read the fine print. Hey, now. There's a caveat in there that all 32 NFL teams, at least once every eight years, hey. have to play an international game. So mm. once every eight seasons, so a little less than once per decade, you must play an international game. Now, that's very loaded still. That doesn't mean London, right? It, it could be Toronto. It, it could, could be, be Mexico. Mexico City. Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe they're thinking about places like Dublin, Ireland. Um, Japan, China. Like, Japan or China. Yeah. Maybe Cape Town, you know, right. South Africa. Because you think about this, right? The NBA, even though NFL is the more popular sport in America, the NBA, I mean, it's the more popular sport globally because yes. it's in every country. I mean, like, the, the it's, it's probably easier to pick the countries it's not in than to name the countries that the NBA is in in terms of just, like, sure. their reach. NFL sees that. Absolutely. NFL wants that. The Absolutely. NFL, think about the NFL abroad program that's been going on for the past couple of years, right? That's what they're trying to do, expand it, broaden that. You think about the different international player programs we have. Remember, we had who? Cortland, uh, was it Cortland Scotland Williams? Cortland Scotland Williamson. Yeah. Yep. So that was a part of that program in mm -hmm. terms of trying to just get the uh, the players from across the pond, sure. right? People that are not Come just on, located in the U.S. and bringing them in. So they definitely are understanding yes. that. So, yes. This is beautiful and right here, man. That's why, too. I think like a lot of people saw that and immediately thought, okay, well, the Steelers will be playing. Like it could be, it could be Asia. It could trust be, me, they're they're trying to move this thing. in Rome. Like, I mean, you know how what I mean? awesome would that be? That'd be Coliseum. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking too. But I've, have you have you been you, to the Coliseum? Not I, yet. It's, it's not. You it's, can't play in it though. It's, it's not really fit for uh, yeah. for action right yeah. now. But imagine, um, but it's just so many places that they could play yeah, abroad, like historical. Locations, the right? San Siro in Milan, yeah. Italy, which is where AC Milan and Inter Man, Milan you could play. Do in Dubai. You me? Imagine you did a game in Dubai. I mean, they're doing UFC fights out there in Dubai. Imagine if they played in Madrid, the house that Cristiano Ronaldo built, the Crazy. Santiago Bernabeu with a hundred and eight thousand people. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> some of these, some of these football, some of these soccer grounds, man. Like they. Oh yeah. They hold a hundred thousand people. They're, they're like college they, football When you stadiums. play in London right now, it was at Wembley, right? Uh, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yep. Yeah. So no, sorry, Wembley. You're yeah, right. It is Wimbley, yes, I'm yeah. thinking of the tennis tournament. Wimbledon. No, 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 yeah, Wembley, 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 Wembley Stadium. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at man, them fans. Even though they might not be passionate about one or the other team, you see the turnout though. They Ninety thousand people. They love sports. They love football, American football as well. So trust me, the NFL is trying to expand as much Heck as yeah. possible. And like I said, this is going to give every team that exposure so you can get that full 32-team international fan base, not just the Jacksonville Jaguars having an international fan base right, since they play in right. London every year. And not just like the Steelers and the Cowboys exactly, because they've yeah. been so good and so Absolutely. popular. Absolutely. So this history. is going to give it where yeah. multiple teams get exposure in multiple countries. So I definitely like it. I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited to see what they do with it. There will obviously still be games in London. I would imagine there will be games in Toronto and in Mexico City as well too. You know, maybe we even get Vancouver or things mm -hmm. like that eventually in Canada. But, yeah. Give me a Steelers game in Dublin. Give me a Steelers game in Rome. That I'm would pulling be, up. That would be sick. Arthur we, we, we definitely we would do a show out there the whole week. I don't care what no one says. Ooh, I'm just throwing it out there. You know what? Two weeks. I'm saying because I mean we got to have time to adjust to the oh you better you know, believe the time schedule. Trust we get me, a week to you. go out and just kind of you know get adjusted yes. and then a week to yes. go out and work. Yes, and a week to recover <laughs> after right, said right, work. Right. Yes, yes. Uh, David chimes in here on Twitter and he says. I'm seeing 17th game just equals a 17th week of Euler emotes. Let's go, Power Grid. <laughs> Boom. Now you're talking to me, baby. Uh, it, it is. It's an exciting time. It's you know what? Like legitimately, Arthur Motes, 1978 was the last time 
that the NFL made a change to the schedule like this. Mm. 1978, like for it's crazy man, f- folks. Long for, time. Just for just for an example, okay. Tunch and Wolf weren't even on the Steelers yet. The last time the NFL made schedule changes. I, I mean, think about that. Just think about that. that that's crazy. Th- think that about that. That is crazy. Think about that for a second. Well, you know, they were both drafted in 1980. Tunch and Wolf. It's crazy. They were drafted before we were even born. <laughs> Eleven years, but don't tell oh them that. Oh my god. They were so so like Wolf and Tunch were still in college the last time the NFL made changes like this to the schedule. This is this is significant. Like this is this is monumental in a way. And Mozi, doesn't it feel inevitable where this is going? Like, doesn't this kind of feel like the step to eventually it's gonna be an eighteen game regular season schedule with would two you ex- preseason? Would games? you expect anything less? Right. Like, Come on, baby. Don't, don't don't get up here and that brand new on me today. Don't you do that. You know what we do in here. <laughs> go, go, go. You think it's going to go to 18? Uh, the, the bigger question is over or under five years. That's the question, all right? I'm taking the under. <laughs> yeah, me too. That, that, like you and I talked about on Tuesday how this extra game feels inevitable. Yes, yes. We all know that that is where this yes. is going to end this, up, right? This, this is your... Hey, we gonna do it once just to make sure we got. It. All right, everybody did it. We good. We good. All right, eighteen game. Here we go. Boom. <laughs> we know this. Is, we know how this goes. Yes, that is <laughs> that is the end goal for sure. That is the end game without a doubt. Yes, and we wouldn't expect anything less. If they if it was anything less, I would be disappointed in the NFL. Yes. So, <laughs> let, so let me ask you this then, uh, to kind of the same conversation, but maybe change direction a little bit. Same church, but different pew, if you will, to steal the Mike Pursuitism. Um. This is happening, expanding the, the regular season schedule, right? Right off the back of the first year of expanded playoffs. Yes. We know why this. I mean, we know why this is happening. It starts with an M. Oh. Ends with an honey. Hold on. Rhymes with honey. Madani? <laughs> it's green. Oh. It goes in the bank. It does. It comes quite often in bacon. the form of direct deposit. If you eating green bacon, I don't know, I don't know where you can get bacon. bacon. No, not bacon? All right. It's all in the name of the almighty dollar, obviously. Ah, yes, um, yes, And obviously, yes. you know. A little you, currency. You, you and I, he's a really good rapper, by the way, Currency Spitter. Shout out. Uh, you Ooh, and I. Look at you. Man, you better stop playing with me, man. <laughs> you and I, Arthur, but it's like, we know, there, there's a rhyme and reason to all of this. We know yes. pandemic revenues were down this past mm-hmm. year. The NFL just signed a new massive media rights deal. Yes. I'm sure that during the negotiations, this was part of it. You know, you had, mm-hmm. you had Grandpa Jerry Jones sitting there saying, hey, look. Hey, ESPN and Fox and CBS and NBC. Uh, I'm loving got, this Jerry accent. Got, I got going We got right. this extra game coming for y'all, too, so keep that in mind. We're going we to be playing 17, and pretty soon we'll be playing 18. We'll be but, playing but 18. We're going to have an extra week to broadcast as well, too. Mm-hmm. That's why we want such a big number. I, I do just wonder if it feels a little rushed. Again, I know why it's happening, and I know yeah. what the end goal is eventually. Um, so I'm not just – I'm not, like, trying to be old man screaming at the cloud or old right. man get off my lawn here and why can't things just always stay the same. Doesn't it does it feel a little rushed though? Like one year after expanding the playoff for the first time, now we're expanding the regular season. Yeah, but um, if you realistically think about it, the past three years we've had changes. We've altered the preseason the year before. We altered the postseason this year, and now this up se- this upcoming season we're going to extend the regular season. They've been already doing yeah, this. They've been moving it around, and 
even though it does feel rushed, it feels rushed because we haven't seen it happen since 1978. That's true. So for the NFL, their perspective it's is— 40 years since right. we've had real change like this. So for them, they're like, man, if anything, they're saying this is long overdue. Mm. They're saying we wanted to do this 10 years ago. I told you that was the fight that we fought in, in 2010. In, in the last CBA, So yeah. this is something that they've already wanted to do and had to wait 10 years to get this opportunity. Hmm. Now that they have it, they're like, man, we're going to take full advantage of these chances right now, of these agreements. They're going to, okay, let's adjust this preseason now because back then we were also hollering, no, we don't want to condense the preseason because it doesn't benefit the middle class to lower class Correct. on that roster. It only benefits it the high end. It hurts more people than it's benefiting. Right. But for the organizations, that makes perfect sense because it cuts down on what? Having to pay for these guys when they get to those four years. Mm -hmm. If I can keep your career span shorter, it's not going to be a, a shortage of athletes. It's not a shortage of available players. You just want to make sure that you're keeping that money down. And the way you keep the money down is keep the players not playing longer than two years. Keep them under that league average so that way they never have to get vested. And then you go from there. It's not – I mean, it, obviously, it's cutthroat when you think of it, but it's just it's smart business if you're the NFL. Heck, yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. And that's why I made the comment earlier about if they did anything less, I would be disappointed in them because right, right. that's not how you conduct business. But now that they have the upper hand right now because of how they were able to have a successful negotiation with the CBA agreement – this is what they're supposed to do. You got this opportunity to bump it to 18, man. Take advantage of it now because you know once the data starts to get gathered and once they can un and once the media catches on to, oh, okay, well, these are the longer ramifications. These are the shorter ramifications of it. Well, then 10 years from now when the new agreement is up for, you know, when it's up for uh, uh, when, when it's time to do another CBA, right, another, yeah, agree now it's going to be a lot harder for them to get away with some of that stuff. Hmm. Now it's going to be a lot harder for them to have some more of these rapid back-to-back -back changes sure, because sure. it's going to be, well, look at this, look, look at, at the past that. Decade. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why they're doing this right that now, makes man. Sense. Try to get it all in on the front end, and then, you know, you just enjoy the fruits of it the, however many years after that. But that's what they're supposed and, to do. Uh, what you said, too, makes a lot of sense in the terms of, you know, the, the big power brokers here. They're not looking at it as, oh, we're rushing this. They're looking mm. at it as, we wanted to start this process 10 years yeah, ago. Let's absolutely, get up to speed. Man. Yeah. So, so that does make a lot of sense. Then kind of the last thing I would have. even what they sold us back then, what we just talked about in terms of playing internationally, mm -hmm. right? That was another thing. Man, well, look, the more games you get, the more exposure, the bigger we can build this brand. Revenue the bigger sharing. we build the brand, more money. Yep. More money means we can pay you guys more because the cap goes up more. Not understanding that, hey, we're not going to see that. We're not going to be the, the ones. The next group is going to exactly. be the ones who see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and because of the way you're cutting down the career spans, not even the next group. Sometimes it might be two groups removed. So that's what you got to start understanding as well, like what you're signing like the up for. The kids who are in middle school yeah. right now are the ones who are reaping the benefits. Exactly. Like yeah. you got to understand, like it's not what they're selling you it is right now because you're still going to have these long-term health issues off of that. So, but once again, that's what you're supposed to do. If you if you got the upper hand, you take advantage. Mm -hmm. Leverage, right? I believe is what they call that. that that's, that's what the, yes, that what yes. they call that in the business world. Because it sounds better that way. When you say take advantage, it sounds good. Or, you, utilize your leverage. You know, if you're talking about it in terms of international games across oh. the pond. Uh -oh. Little leverage, love. A little, a little leverage. You got, you, got, you got a little leverage in your I love negotiations, love. I love leverage. Last thing that that I that this kind of, you know, of all the different discussion points for me at least that I would I would like to get your take and, and your opinion on is you know again uh, you are the one with the decade of NFL experience here on this on this program. Do you think and and Motsi, I am I, I don't want to sound hyperbolic with this, okay? So like I I don't think that man, this you is know gonna, you good, baby. Just say what you. I, I don't say think what that you this is going to happen. You, you know, how, I feel like I always have to preface every preface <laughs> everything because I'm a very nuanced guy. I'm not a black and white hot take guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the I'm in the gray zone, baby. I'm in the minutia here. All right. 
Um, I'm a nuance guy. I'm I'm a rush guy. I just like to just take off and just you know Wait, swing like for the, the like f- the band. Like no 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 like today's like, Tom Sawyer. Me me. I mean I'm I'm familiar, but I'm more so like you know Sid coming down the middle and then he dishes off the Gensel and then he drops back the rest and then score. Like I'm more. Never mind. Wrong sport. Tic tac toe power play goal. Come Wait on a second. Now. What happened? Wait, hold on, man. This is not gonna have like again. I don't want to sound hyperbolic in this. This is not gonna. We're not gonna wake up in September and suddenly be like, wait a second, Sunday doesn't feel as, as big, but do you feel like we could be getting a little watered down here eventually? Again, not right away, but in five years, in ten years, we could look up and just, most truly, every league preaches this. You and I talked about this on Tuesday. Every league preaches this, but the NFL is truly, football is truly the only sport, and it's the only league where every game matters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like starting 0-2 in the NFL used to feel like a playoff death sentence. <laughs> Yes. 0-2 was a death sentence. Now, I, I look at, you know, two of the, I mean, I think this has already started to happen a little bit. Steelers were 11-0 and last year. The year, two years before that, they were 7-2-1 and and missed the playoffs. Like, it just feels to me like part of the reason why, whether you're a Whippeal person, whether you're a college football person, or whether you're a Steelers NFL person, the reason that we worship at that altar of football every Friday night or every Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon is because of the importance of every single game. Scarcity, baby. It is not hyperbolic, like you and I have said before, that in the National Football League, there are literally jobs, careers, futures on the line every single game. I just, like I said, I know it's not going to be a, a switch that's flipped overnight, and but I worry that we get 10 years from now. You know, when there's 18 regular season games, and maybe there's Let's two. Let's go to 20. Maybe there's, maybe there's two more teams added to the playoffs, right? So it went to seven and seven this past year. Maybe mm. it's at eight and eight, and just all of a sudden, there's not the quite the same magnitude. Am I being too worried in that, or do you think that that's a legitimate concern? That's always a legitimate concern, especially when you're talking about the NFL. I mean, we had this conversation as it pertains to Thursday night football. Remember, it yeah. was a time where we were like, man, these Thursday night matchups just seem forced. They're not good ball. It just seems like they're just throwing whoever up there. So what did the NFL do in response? They said, okay, we're going to, number one, add the color rush jersey element every Thursday game. So they gave you something to look forward to. (laughs) Then it said, okay, that's not going to get the job done when it's the the Jets and the Bills playing because of the colors. All right, well, we got to add something else. So then they started to say, we're going to, you know, put a a lot more of the premier matchups on Thursday night football. And we saw how that really helped them out as well. But you can see where, yes, they're gonna, they're always going to flirt with that doing too much element of it. They always do. It's the NFL. They can't help themselves. In that. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the things. You don't get to where they've gotten without taking those chances, without doing those risky things and stuff like that. They're going to continue to press that. They're going to continue to test the needle because that's how you build this brand and keep it getting bigger and bigger. But I do think that they are going to run into that issue of, all right, you've played, you've expanded it too much now. And now it's becoming a little bit diluted. It's becoming a little bit more watered down. The quality isn't what we want. And if the quality isn't there, that's where you that's where yes. you lose viewership. Viewership isn't going to go away because of this hot topic or because of this hot new thing going on right now. That's not going to lose viewership. Viewership is lost when the product on the field isn't what the standard is supposed to be. That's why preseason views are down compared to what? Regular season views. Same superstar players, right? In terms of you were watching this kid. 12 months ago, dominated Michigan. Mm-hmm. You never start watching them there, but when you get to the NFL and you're like, it's sloppy. It looks average. It looks sloppy yeah. right here at the preseason. You don't tune in anymore. That's what you have happen at the NFL if you continue to expand it. If you continue that, because what you're going to have to do next, if I'm players, 
My next argument is you need to expand our roster. You expanded the season, expand our roster. Whether it's by two players, by three, four, however many, but you need to expand our active roster. Now, when they continue to add more games, they're going to continue to say, what? well, we just continue to add more players, make it even. The more players you add, though, we know the talent is going down a little bit, but those people are going to have to start playing a lot more, and now we're going to see what it looks like in terms of that product potentially taking a slip. Those are the things that can hurt it. Those are the things that can make it where it's like, yo, they got to dial this back. So mm-hmm. because we're tired of seeing this mm-hmm. type of action, we don't want to see that anymore. So, yes, 100%, man, you are correct. That is something that they're going to have yeah. to be concerned about, man. I just, like I said, I know it won't be a, a, a switch that's flipped. It, yeah. It's not, we're not going to wake up in October and go, hmm, you know, suddenly mm. this game doesn't, the magnitude doesn't feel the same, mm. but maybe it's five years, maybe it's 10 years. It's a, it's a slow process. Yeah, I, I am, because I, I think that started to happen a little bit in college football. It, it is. It definitely is. You watch some of these games, you're like, like, this isn't necessary. You could have cut matter. this back by like one or two and it would have been way better. Yep. yep. And I just, like I said, that is part of every sport preach. If, if the Pirates get swept in these first three games against the Cubs, they'll be like, hey, it's really important. You know, I know it's a, it's a long season, but we've got to get on the right gotta track. We've got to start fast. Yeah, yeah. Every sport preaches that. Football's the only one where it really matters. And I just, you know, that's that's part of the charm of the game. That's part of why, like we said, whether it's Monday night or Sunday, whenever, it does feel big every single game. Uh, I just hope that that's not part of the magic of the game that we do lose over this next decade as we uh, continue to expand. Some breaking news here. Sean Davis just signed with the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, shout out my dog, SD. I thought he, because uh, he took the visit to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Okay. You shout know what he decided? He said, I don't know, I'm playing the, I'd rather play in the Dome than no, this cold weather No, he didn't Buffalo. say that. He said he wanted to go to Elmo's. No, he, Elmo's. <laughs> he said, give me some shrimp cocktail and extra one of those fillets, baby. Can I get extra horseradish on that thing, too? Medium rare oh. fillet, baby. Oh. Oh, oh baby, That's with, a little said, sh- with a little shrimp cocktail, and then we'll walk down to the Pacers game. He's, he's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. <laughs> Going to take our first break here on the other side. We will catch up with our buddy from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Brian Backo. We'll discuss all things 17-game schedule, a little NFL draft conversation with the Batman as well. You know where to find us on the tweets. We got a few already. You know we'll get to those before we get out of here. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Brian Backo up next. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR.